Astrology is a social construct. <laughs> this is what Focal was warning us about. This is it. They're biopowering you into caring about astrology. Hey, Zach. Hey, Sirtis. Zach, when you need to contain something, what do you do? Um, uh, put it, put it in a box. Okay. My therapist would tell you not to do that. However, <laughs> I think, I think your therapist would tell you not to do the first part where you contain it. I, I am. Yes. And, uh, <laughs> yes, but that's not how this works, but I think they would agree that some things just need to be contained. Okay. For example, well, well, maybe that'll be useful later. Uh, I recently uh, did some Cyber Monday shopping because I don't actually mm-hmm. like going outside on Black Friday. Fair and valid. <laughs> and I went on JetPens.com, who uh, has been a sponsor in the past, but also probably hasn't been a sponsor in the past, and bought a pencil case. It's very good. I like it a lot. And I don't think I've ever really had a pencil case before. Like in high school, I had just Hmm. kind of a backpack and I put pens and pencils and whatnot in it. Do they just fall to the bottom? No, you had little pouches. Okay. You had the little, the, the, the pen holes. Yeah. I was pretty good at like putting it in there or like I put it in the, if the pen was small enough, I'd put it in the little like chapstick pocket at the top mm-hmm. right but i never really had a pencil case because i only had like two pens ah but now but now i'm an adult and can spend my money however i want <laughs> and i tend to spend that money on pens because i like pens would you do you have a link for what the pencil case looks like log in my email address animal cases Oh, it's like a little chicken. Oh, that's adorable. Okay. That's not yours. That's just, I just clicked. I checked out as a guest and cannot easily find this information. It does not matter because the pencil case is nice, but it is not particularly interesting. However, ah. I would like to say something about containers in general. I've I've developed a new appreciation for containers. Good containers. Containers that are good to open and close for good for transporting things and that like don't serve as like a burden to get things in and out of it right like i I don't want to put things in a box just to have to open the box to get it okay that's what surfaces are for that sounds like a a very adam savage way of thinking about that (laughs) and like i don't need organization because i don't have that much stuff right so a pencil case is nice because i can just like throw pens in there Mm -hmm. and they're all contained in this pouch that doesn't get in the way i can just zip and unzip and the zippers are very nice did you know that significant improvements in zipper technology have been made since i was in middle school really probably not but i'm more willing to spend money for pencil cases with nice zippers so it feels new zippers that don't come open when you like pull the edges apart but Mm. are very easy to open if you are holding it by the handle that's ideal yeah it's very nice i like it a lot so i don't know new listeners this is not uh, a good representative sample of worrying bugs because (laughs) i don't know containers are just kind of on my mind yeah yeah i've been uh I've been thinking about containers too, a little bit of, um, I haven't really had a pencil. That's not true. I have had a pencil case. I don't use it. Um, I just use the pouch in the backpack and then I have one in my pocket, but I always keep my pencil in the pencil case in my backpack. (laughs) See, that seems like a hindrance. Correct. But I use the pencil maybe twice a week. Interesting. Um, so I need to have it with me. I don't want it to get lost or jostled around or bent or broken. And so that's that's the, the place that I find myself. Okay. Zach, I, I just... I, I'm a pen person over a pencil person. 
Mm-hmm. How many times this semester do you think I've used the pencil in my backpack? If you had to guess. Uh, is this a trick question? No, it is not. Dang. Okay. There's a pencil in my backpack. Twice. Okay, there's an answer that is up until this point, and there's an answer that I predict to be like the end of the semester, like after finals. Oh, wait. Scantrons take number two pencils, don't they? Yes. So that would be mm, two per class, but not every class is going to have Scantrons. Uh, final answer is going to be 10, given that maybe you use it a couple times not on Scantrons. Okay, the correct answer was once so far <laughs> for a for a scantron i uh it was actually a funny story because i it was right before this midterm i was studying and realized oh no this test is going to be on a scantron and i i only have pens mm-hmm. so i <laughs> i went to the university bookstore Okay, I thought you were going to say you overnight ordered. From <laughs> no, it Jet was Pens. like an hour before. Oh, okay. So I went to the university bookstore, bought a single pencil <laughs> <laughs> that went to the library to sharpen it because I wasn't about to buy a sharpener. Right. Honestly, I probably could have just. They have like a big box of tiny pencils and like little cards so you can like write down Dewey Decimal System numbers. Ah. I probably could have just stolen one of those, but like a golf pencil? Yeah, like a golf pencil, but I think an eraser would have been nice. So Yeah. So anyway, I have purchased a single pencil for this ver- for that very occasion, and I will use it probably twice more this semester for two more scantrons. Mm-hmm. I don't like pencils. I don't like it. I don't like using rocks to make marks on paper. <laughs> I'm uh, the pen is the tool of the sophisticate. The sophisticate. Yes. I've got um, two whole pencils. Um, one of them is the good one that I keep with me in my backpack. And then the other one is a bad pencil that I use uh, to take notes sometimes that just sits on my desk. Um, and this is where maybe I could use uh, like a Queer Eye style um, <laughs> container revitalization type thing where they come in and they're like, here's what's going to happen. Your containers are all out of whack. Um, we're going to help you find some containers because I don't know what to do with this single pencil and this single pile of G2 that just kind of chill on my desk. I've also got uh, my Twisby pen um, still in like the case that it came in. Um, <laughs> Why? Because it looks, it looks elegant like that. Look at that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like the cover's off, so you can just I can just reach out and right, pluck yeah, it out. It's still not a hindrance. And it makes sense to be at my desk, because that's where I do writing. Um, and then I've got an empty Twisby ink bottle, because uh, I haven't filled it up. <laughs> and five highlighters. Where do you get ink for the ink bottle? Does the ink f- for the ink bottle not come in a bottle? It's so it's just a like a Twisby ink bottle, and I don't quite understand. I'm not entirely sure. <laughs> you know, now that you mention it, I actually don't know how to fill this up. <laughs> like it's just you just open it up, and then you can put ink in it. Are you supposed to make it yourself in your ink lab? Well, I think you get ink. In what container? In its own contain- container. The ink will contain itself. And then, <laughs> and then you put it in the Twisby container because it's got a hole specially fit for your Twisby pen to go um, into. Okay. So there's less spillage once you've spilled getting into the... There's also like so many layers. There's this weird little vial thing that goes in the very top lid i don't know if that's supposed to be like your secret double ink that goes in there it's like um uh, some encryption algorithms have a way to have a secondary password that gives you false data ah that's like the solution to the wrench problem Mm -hmm. and so if you open this up the wrong way 
and it's opened up so that you can get the ink out, but you think, no, clearly the important thing's in the lid here, then, then you, get you the, can open up the lid. You get the good, good ink and not, mm-hmm. the, not the fake ink. That's what I do. I just load the central stuff with iron gall as a honeypot. It's just a jar full of peanut butter. <laughs> How's your flow now? Is your flow okay? Oh, are your tines a little jammed up? I wonder how that happened. Stop trying to steal my ink. <laughs> I can't... I cannot even imagine a fiction... <laughs> wherein that's an appropriate action to take like a lot of times i'm like oh that would be a funny situation if you somehow got yourself into it but i can't think of what the prelude would be okay i got it you ready okay okay so you got a roommate right right roommate likes pens but doesn't want to spend their own money on ink right okay so the in the middle of the night do they steal your ink Okay, and you notice this, and you want to catch them in the act. So, you fill up the ink container, just like we said, with peanut butter, but not just peanut butter. Mm-hmm. Get, like, real natural peanut butter that, like, separates in the jar. Okay. Pour just the oil in. Peanut butter oil. Mm-hmm. And when they have to stop using that pen, because that's disgusting and doesn't work anymore... You say, ha, stop uh, stealing my ink, roommate. Also, give me my pan back. <laughs> yeah, I suppose. See? You're just n- if you couldn't think of that situation, you need to work on your imagination skills. I suggest watching mm-hmm. Toy Story 4. Toy Story 4. I could take an improv class. This podcast brought to you by Toy Story 4. I agree with you. It was it was brought brought to you by Toy Story Four and <laughs> improv classes. <laughs> I could get um because I don't want it to just be like a cylinder that I put all my pens and stuff in because uh, either it would be in the way of my monitor. Or it would be under my computer, which is raised up on a little stand thing, and then I'd have to, like, squeeze my hand in under the computer and over the cylinder to get out the pen. But I could get a cylinder and then tilt it 45 degrees towards me and put all my pens in there. That'd be cool. I wonder if someone makes a, like, you know, like the rain stand where it's, like, angled towards you? Yeah. I want, like, that... But underneath where there would usually just be, like, empty space, I want, like, pen drawers. Okay. I think that'd be cool. And, like, a nice, like, wood kind of, like, hardwood finish kind of thing. That'd be cool. I'd like that. I feel like that would um, potentially endanger the, like, variability of the the laptop stands, which is a very important thing, given that... um, uh, as as we learned, you can't design to average. You've got to design for variability. This podcast brought to you by Ted. Oh, Zach, um, are you are you sure that I, we had a little hiccup last time when you weren't recording from your microphone? Right. Are, are you sure that you're recording from your microphone? Yes. Oh, sh- maybe not. Yes. Okay, yeah, I am. <laughs> okay, good. Um, but actually, you know, it, 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 it probably, I shouldn't even worry about it that much because it doesn't matter that much. Because, Absolutely. Because you have the fancy computer that is has inbuilt microphones that are good mm-hmm. enough for podcasting. The fancy, the fancy microphone and the fancy computer. Um, it, it sure would be a thing that I had if... Um, uh, Black Friday is really good at making you feel panicked. Like the only time I'm ever going to get this deal is today. But it turns out that you cannot compound the deals. You can't be like, hey, I've got a student discount and also would like the Black Friday deal. And they're like, 
jokes on you kid um because you know on black friday i stopped being a student and start being uh just a consumer congratulations you've upgraded (laughs) you've evolved uh, and so it turns out that even on Black Friday, the best deal that I could get was to uh, leverage my studentness and and you know fully embrace that identity and get my discounts that way. And so then it doesn't matter if I buy it on Black Friday; I could buy it on literally any day, and it would be just as cheap. And my computer is still running, uh, and our the very kind Jared is still lending me his iPad. So there's no urgency. There's zero urgency. I disagree. Uh, yes, and? Uh, no. No, I'm breaking the format. Uh, no, Zach. There is urgency because your computer is going to die. It's been showing signs of about to die for a long time. Oh, yeah, blue screen because the VRAM was, uh, was bad the other day. The VRAM is... Just to be clear, Zach, you did not upgrade your VRAM. It's inbuilt. It's the default. Uh, yeah, but it's it's just the connection between the the like keyboard and the battery and everything and the computer itself. That's the your only computer is on its last legs. And it you doesn't need- have any legs. It had one leg in the first place, and Microsoft kneecapped it when it burnt itself. <laughs> There is a sense of urgency because you need a laptop. Well, then I was looking at getting it, um, but I realized that it would come like in inside of finals week and I didn't want to be messing around with it on finals week because that's just um, that's that's a recipe for not paying attention to my finals. If I. OK, can I. Oh, well, I can't click the buy button. <laughs> See, never mind. You lost your chance. <laughs> urgency urgency not anymore you can't buy it space gray select order by 4 p.m today also i live in a city and i don't particularly want it to be delivered to my home so i'm gonna have to go like actually physically pick it up um how do i say confirm please give me a confirm button this isn't responsive design i literally there's no confirm button what's going on apple Think. I've got to get all my adapters, my ding, d- dingus. I probably honestly want to get a, what's the the trackpad? A Bluetooth trackpad? Mmm, magic trackpad. Allow me to tell you about my setup because I'm feeling it. You're feeling it? I'm feeling my setup right now. Um, I have successfully removed cables. Okay. Uh, not all the cables. There's a few kit cables. There's a cable connecting my uh, my second display to the power, which I don't think I discussed this last time we talked about my terrible, awful desk, but power outlets mm-hmm. are above the desk, right? which is bad because that's I don't want to see cables. I want cables to be under the desk where I don't have to see them. Mm-hmm. So that's stupid. So I have that cable because that's, I, I don't think there's anything I can do about that because there's no other outlets. There's not like one under the desk. And then I have a cable connecting my laptop to the second display. And then from there, I'm able to connect the second display to a USB hub, which I have safely stored away in a drawer with lots of airflow. I'm shaking my head. <laughs> But I have, on my desk, I have a mouse in my right hand. It is ergonomic. I think you have the same one. Yes, I do. I have a magic trackpad. Not the new one, but the old one. Not because I think it's better, but because I bought it when it was new. <laughs> and I have... Do you do, like, one in each hand? Yeah, I do. I, you mouse and you trackpad? I um, use the trackpad for gestures. Uh-huh. I like the gestures. Particularly the uh, four-finger swipe to change desktops. Yep. That's my favorite. That's like my killer feature. And then I have a fancy keyboard that sounds like that. (laughs) And I think you should have a similar one because it's very good. I need to find one with quieter key switches. Wrong. No. (laughs) Because I live in a room with someone else and sometimes I am typing and they are sleeping. 
so. listeners do you know morse code <laughs> <laughs> hold on i know one thing in morse code Click twice on your keyboard if you're here under duress. <laughs> yeah, you can do that. It's just like I've tried the other switches, but blue, blue is so good. Blue is so good. And none of them are nearly as satisfying to click on. Mm. Like some have the same feeling without the sound or like supposedly the same feeling without the sound, but it's an entirely different feeling without the sound. Right. It's an experience. That's what I'm saying. It's about the mouthfeel. They make uh, Cherry M- MX screens that uh, are like specifically for gaming and have like a really low like... Like they activate basically right when you press down? Exactly. Um, which I don't know. And like there's a way to like have it so that it's easier to like quickly do a double tap. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's that'd be kind of cool. I think those make noise, but not as much uh brown i think is supposedly blue without the clicky sounds i've tried brown i don't like it but whatever you can wear sit over there with your membrane keyboard like a heathen don't come at me like this where did you like go to a keyboard warehouse to try out all of these key switches what what was the the process of that um okay so I watched the first time I bought a mechanical keyboard. I watched a bunch of YouTube videos and fi- tried to figure out which one I would like best. It was blue. I was right. And then uh, at some point, Amazon was like, hey, do you want a mechanical keyboard with Cherry MX Brown switches for like $15? And I'm like, yes, I do want that. So I bought that and I realized I did not want that because it was bad. I did not like it. Where's that keyboard now? Uh, I plug it into the Raspberry Pi occasionally, but it is in storage. Noted. So I know that you, um, you were saying last episode that podcasts, uh, should try to not get political. Uh, no, I was saying that Upgrade said that. Okay. Upgrade said that non-political podcasts shouldn't get political. And you were, you were, you were repeating it. You were saying that like, maybe it would be a bad idea. Um, oh boy! <laughs> so I'd like I'd like to apologize before I say. Highlight should be darkened when you like when you when you highlight a thing, it shouldn't go over it. It shouldn't like cover it with other color. It should darken. It should take the thing that was white before and make it yellow, and take the black and leave it as black. Highlight should be darkened. No. Excuse me. <laughs> No, and, <laughs> uh, no, because highlight is not referring to the colors. It is referring to the ease at which you can pick it out of the rest of the text. Right. But once I've picked it out, if I can't read it, because instead of being black, well, it's like light black with some yellow. Are you? That's gray. That's gray. <laughs> are you it's highlighting like gray yellow black Sharpie? Like... <laughs> I'm highlighting with the yellow highlight tool on the iPad. Well, don't use Apple Notes, you heathen. It's not Apple Notes. It's a different app that's good in every other respect except their marker is not a highlighter. It's a marker. What app is this? Uh, It's the one with the big red eye. Mm, I don't know that one. I do not endorse this product. Good notes are bust. I said I need something to go to let me like scroll horizontally or vertically depending on the thing i want to have two up i want to have two up but not have the first page be part of the two up you need options like that when you're reading pdfs the app is called pdf expert um and their highlight isn't darkened so it's not a good product i have not personally used pdf pen pro from smile but i have heard lots of podcast ads about it i personally use good notes to look at my pdfs the actually the apple notes app does a pretty good job of highlighting as long as you're not using the markdown tool in the quick look viewer that is awful and i understand that the issue would be like oh if it's a you know black background with white text that's gonna look whack but 
just, I don't know, say like, hey, I recognize that this entire PDF is black text on a white background, so we're going to do the normal highlight thing. Yeah, I don't think black background PDFs are all that common. I think you'd be better off going the other way. Cover. You'd think at least. Okay, P- uh, I see. PDF annotation. Um, how... I guess I'll have to I'll have to check it out and see what the Oh we're following down right now for a review on GoodNotes. Eight dollars for an iOS app? I haven't touched iOS since like twenty fourteen. What do you mean you haven't touched iOS since twenty fourteen? You besides just this, besides this iPad. So the picture in my head of like what ios apps should cost is free because that was like right when you got done with the the zippo lighter app era oh my god <laughs> no apps are good now good apps, apps are, good, are now? good now some some apps nobody are good told now. me so anyway i'm sorry to get political but i just had to get that off my chest all right all right anyway now that we're done with the politics stuff let's talk about milk I was really hoping I would be able to parody the, the, the Alex Jones where he says they're putting chemicals in the water to turn the freaking frogs gay uh, and say something to the tune of, I don't like that they're putting VR in the meadows to turn the freaking cows happy, um, but it doesn't flow as well. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I would instantly get that reference. But then again, I don't watch Alex Jones very often. I mean, me either. <sighs> So there's, um, I love the big sigh. <laughs> there's cows, as you might have heard. Um, cows. I haven't seen any. Where? Cows. Cows are real, and sometimes they get sad. Sometimes cows get sad. Right? We're on all on the same page right here. What do they have to be sad about, Zach? Um, the economic conditions in Russia. <laughs> The correct answer was <laughs> they're raised to be. Oh boy, never mind. I'm not gonna say that on a public medium. We're gonna just keep going, <laughs> keep, keep pushing through. Sir, just edit that out. And so, um, the cows are sad about the economic conditions in Russia uh, because that means. That there are more cows in smaller spaces because the farmers can't afford to put the cows in nice large spaces, right? We're all on all on the same page. Okay. Okay. Also, when cows are happy and not sad, they produce more milk. This might be new information to you, um, but I like I buy it. There's it makes sense. Intuitively, yes, but when I try to figure out why. It makes sense to me intuitively. I think it mostly comes back to like being raised in rural Wisconsin. People telling me exactly that statement mm-hmm. without feeling the need to cite ev- any evidence. This might be some more follow down. Agreed. But uh, if we're if we're going to continue under the assumption that um, if cows are happy, they produce more milk, right? Or if we just say we want cows to be happy. Right, okay. We could just be decent to animals. Okay, so maybe you're you're a capitalist, maybe you're a uh, pro-cow. Um, in any case, you want happy cows, right? Right, right. So here's, here's a crazy, wacky idea for you. Um, what if we put VR headsets on the cows to make them pretend that they're in the meadow so that they're happy so that they make more milk for us? Is this your idea? No. Okay. What if we put VR headsets on the cows uh-huh. so the cows can pretend that they're in a meadow uh-huh. so that the cows are happier so they produce more milk? Mm-hmm. So far, we don't know the answer to that question. <laughs> what if? Truly. Uh, so this is, this, this is something that they're doing in Russia. Uh, and when I say they, I don't mean uh, the government or a university who specializes in researching cows. I mean an online milk news website called milknews.ru. Oh, no. Oh, no. I need to look this up now. 
Uh, oh, I'm about to get flagged by the government. No. Who put... Wait, is it Milk, like, Dash News or something? Milknews.ru. It says Safari can't open this page because it can't find the server. M-I-L-K-N-E-W-S yeah, dot R-U. Dot R-U. I'm opening this page and I can't find the server. Like HTTPS colon okay. slash Let's slash. Let's try that. HTTPS. Nope. M-I-L-K-N-E-W-S dot R-U. It's not like two V's in a row. I just typed in, yeah, I'm going to do it again, M-I-L-K-N-E-W-S dot R-U, visit. Send me a link. Maybe I'm typing it in wrong. I, I swear that's right, though. Is my internet provider not letting me? This is censorship. I don't like this. Um, here we go. If this doesn't work, I can do a who is lookup for you. Um, no, it's it won't open. Okay, let me try Firefox. Oh, God. Oh, it's... Okay, sorry. I just... The Slack preview. Okay, so it, it's definitely there. What the f- heck? The heck, Safari? Is your Safari using a different DNS provider? It shouldn't be. Okay, yeah, I can, I'm opening it in Firefox. That's weird. What the heck, Safari? If I try and open it in Edge... Not that there's any sort of security protection in Edge, but. <laughs> okay, how do I open this page in Google Translate? Yeah, it works in Edge. So anyway, um, that's milknews.ru. I wish I could read Russian. Uh, you're not missing much. I translated a couple of the articles. Um, the most interesting ones the day that I looked at it, uh, which was maybe a week ago, um, were that uh, Russia couldn't sell milk in China because of trademark concerns. China has trademark concerns? Correct. Um, Who does And Putin said Mercury will not know about the entire milk supply chain. The planet? Mercury. Which of those do you want to hear about first? I guess I want to know how the they expect to tell the planet Mercury <laughs> about milk supply chain. Okay, so Russia has uh, a service called FGIS, um, which is a Russian federal information database, um, which just keeps track of like, oh, hey, this is, you know, these are your, your fancy documents and everything. Pooh, those aren't Fig Newtons. Those are government secrets. FGIS Mercury is uh, for tracking supply chains for food. Um, so if they get uh, E. coli in their romaine, um, they can do something about it. They wouldn't have to be using the blockchain, would they? No, I don't think Good. so. I didn't Good. see anything about blockchain anywhere that I looked it up. Good also, job, though, Biggs. it's something that the Russian government is doing, so there's I can't find much information. Because I think the information that is available is in Russian. <laughs> so they need uh, electronic veterinary certificates, which just says this is a real cow and this cow is healthy. <laughs> uh, and that needs to get to get put up in Mercury so you can st- sell your milk. Um, but also it applies to more than milk. But also Putin says um, that it will not know about the entire milk supply chain. So I don't know what steps it's skipping. Uh, okay, so on the topic of differentiating between real and fake cows, do you think they're giving the cows like a captcha? <laughs> Click the ones with grass. Uh huh. Eat the ones with grass. Eat the grass. I think. I think the question is more like, does your cow have botulism or whatever? Because we don't want that in our milk. Yeah, but I also don't want like motor oil in my milk so like robotic cows would be bad as well mm-hmm. artificially intelligent cows would be interesting ai cow i want to know what they do like like general ai is not tenable right now but like if you could if you could be like imitate this cow exactly as like best you can like basically make a markov chain but for cow actions okay step 1 would have to be <laughs> 
Get a camera pointed at a cow. Easy. Done. Step two would be parse all of the cow's actions. That's that's the end of the sentence. I, I, I said the words as if there was going to be more to it, but that's what you'd have to do is like parse the cow's actions so you can separate like, okay, right now the cow is eating. Right now the cow is sleeping. Um, you know, the cow laid down for 26 seconds. Right, yeah. From the camera, which I think would be the hardest part. Not if you have enough dedication and we'll just do it yourself. Ah, okay. Live video of cattle grazing on farm sanctuary. Just today I was wondering, how often does Sirtis still go around and try and find uh, live cams uh, that aren't... (laughs) That aren't secured? That aren't secured or up and available for the public... Not very often these days. There aren't many cows in this pasture. No, I know. It's oh. disappointing. If you go to, if you go back eight hours, then there's a cow. Um, does it start snowing, or does it cut? Ooh, that looks like a cut. It's not a live stream. We've been duped. Or they just switch to a different farm. No, it says Kettle Pond Pasture. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. Absolutely. How are we supposed to do science with this kind of support? <laughs> so anyway, you use your live cam of cows to uh, to figure out what the cows do mm-hmm. during the day, and then right. you make an AI do what cows do. Exactly. Um, alternatively... Instead of making a full, like, robotic cow that an AI controls, we just make an AI that predicts the next couple frames of a live stream. Okay. And make cows that way. That way we don't have to do all that parsing. I agree we can't get milk out of that, but I also don't think we can get milk out of the robotic cows. I mean, cows are able to do it somehow. What's to say a robot couldn't? Any sufficiently advanced AI is indistinguishable from cow. <laughs> Correct, but <laughs> there's a. Uh, I think there are more efficient ways <laughs> to make milk than to train an AI <laughs> to build a cow <laughs> from scratch. <laughs> None of them are easy, but they're almost all easier than that. <laughs> Um, so anyway, the API is too slow for, for Russia's, uh, FGIS Mercury, um, is what everybody says is that the API is too slow. Okay. Uh, which I think means they, means they need to add blockchain in that'll speed it up. Uh Uh-huh. Also, uh, if you look up Russian milk news and you're just scrolling through this site, One company that I did not expect to pop up keeps on popping up, and it's PepsiCo, (laughs) the company that makes your fizzy drink. And you hear that, and you're like, are they making carbonated milk? Um, So in 2011, PepsiCo purchased uh, or acquired via a two-thirds majority stake uh, Wimbledon Foods, a Russian food company making milk, yogurt, fruit juices, and dairy products. Um, and if you go on the Wikipedia, and then from the Wikipedia, try to get the website of Wimbledon Foods, uh, Chrome yells at you because it's not HTTPS. Oh, it is HTTPS now. What happened? That's changed in the last, like, two days. It's still all in Russian, so I don't know what it says. <laughs> Um, if, if your browser will let you, you can navigate to wbd.ru. Okay, hold on. wbd.ru. That's a good domain. Yeah. It's loading. Yes, this is, like, basically what I expected, which is just a bunch of American brands that are in Russian. I know they're not actually American brands, but they look very similar like they're colorful and that one's got the emperor penguin from surfs up on it 
<laughs> right in the middle there, that red tube. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's the same guy. It's for kids. Which is in English. Or the English word for kids is the same as the English word for... Or the Russian word for kids. Ah. Uh-huh. Or it's false cognate, and that's not for kids. Oh. Okay. That's... um. <laughs> Should we explore the site more? Let's just blindly... The Wimbledon Foods Russia. or Russia? Uh, no, Zach. Foods. That's my best pronunciation of these three Russian words. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think we should blindly navigate through this website. Okay. Just this one see. says PepsiCo. Oh, that's so much text. Yeah, it's just, it's all tech. There's like no product shots anywhere. Oh, wait, this one, the second link. uh, Nope. That's just more text. Oh, there's a blog or I think it's a blog. It looks like a blog. Yeah. Uh, This is baby food. There are just so many characters that I do not understand. Oh, we got a Google maps page. Let's street view it. It's okay to be creepy. It's Russia. (laughs) Oh, no. It won't let me zoom in on. (laughs) They have a link uh, to their, like, the webmaster site on their page, right? It's not Google Maps. That makes sense because Google is not allowed in Russia. Down on on the bottom right corner, they've got a link, and it presumably says made by Stars Interactive. Yes, um, I, I've just clicked that, but we are forbidden. It's, it's forbidden. The, the index of the page is a f- 403 forbidden. Okay, hold on. I have a idea. Speaking of finding unsecured things on the internet, let's open up Shodan. Okay, never mind. Shodan has nothing for this domain. And I'm not actually very good at port scanning please don't hack the russian webmaster (laughs) ah jesus christ i just got a notification and it scared me (laughs) yes show me the street view i don't know russian (laughs) how do i get the street view (laughs) is this a oh here we go here we go Come on, let me rotate. Let me rotate. Why would you have a street view that is facing the road? Like, <laughs> down the lane. <laughs> like, I can't seem to rotate. <laughs> yeah, no, this is, these are just pictures, like like a dash cam. Uh-huh. That's stupid. Why would I want that? Um, the The trademark thing is just that somebody in China took the trademark for the company that was trying to sell milk to China because uh, there's there's been a gap in the market mysteriously created um, for for people to buy agriculture products in China um, and supply supply wasn't quite meeting demand somehow uh, yeah economics are weird I don't know how that kind of thing happens um, and so this Russian company was trying to sell to uh, to supply to meet that demand. Um, but it turns out that a Chinese company swooped in and stole their trademark before the Russian company could get it. And so now the Russian company is not allowed to sell their product in China or they are currently like locked in uh, trying to trying to sell their thing because the Chinese company is like, hey, wait a minute, that's my trademark. Couldn't they just like change the name in China? Like, instead of Russian Milk Co., couldn't they just be like, definitely not Russian Milk Co.? (laughs) But, like, never, ever, ever has the Chinese government cared about copyright law. Why now? Why milk? Why milk? Why milk? I'm telling you, there's something about it. There's something at the crux of milk that makes it inherently political. All right. All right. Uh, that's something else to do over winter break. Get write your pay, write your dissertation on the unified theory of milk politics. Someone already has and my plan is to read it. Follow down.
<laughs> oh no, I've signed myself up for this. Yes, you have. Uh, you can also send me the link because I would also like to read it. It's no, it's like a whole ass book. Fantastic. Can I buy it on Amazon? Probably. Add to my wish list to be more interesting. More, more interesting. Um, also, while I was looking around and trying to figure out what PepsiCo sells in Russia, I located DairyReporter.com, uh, which is an American site. And uh, they do monthly releases of what are the new dairy products hitting the shelves. Um, if you would like to get on this list... Yes, um, I would like just, to be on this list. You just have to email them and tell them, I don't know where it says this, but there's somewhere that you can just contact them and be like, yeah, send details in a photo to us here. For example, Yasso's Frozen Greek Yogurt Pops have a new winter lineup in the U.S. featuring the latest gingerbread flavor and returning peppermint crunch and sugar cookie. Ooh, I don't think I like that. The brand is Ginger- still selling its autumn flavors for a limited time, pumpkin cheesecake and pecan pie. Yogurt's weird. They do so much with yogurt. What about Pearl and Rose Crunchy Cheese? <laughs> My favorite. <laughs> I love crunchy cheese. K's Crunchy Cheese Line. The snack products are the snack products are made from 100% cheese that is manufactured and dried at the same place. I've had espresso cheese. It's just cheese with like little espresso bits in it. And it was a little bit crunchy. And it was good. I like that little crunch. I also really like espresso, so. Unilever? Oh, let's see. Do they have the December one yet? Oh, wow. Emerging markets. Is this some insider information that we're not allowed to know? I think so. Dairy Dialogue Podcast 60. (gasps) Oh, no. Zach, we might not be the foremost milk news podcast. What was it called? Dairy Dialogue Podcast. It's like in the industry, though. This is uh, this is a whole episode about Canon Equipment, a company that makes a revolutionary new washer for c- cleaning crates in the dairy industry. The most recent one was released on December 6th of 2019. So that was yesterday, two days ago, as we record this. IDF International Symposium on Sheep, Goat, and Other Non-Cow Milk in Brussels, Belgium. This might not be a podcast, Zach. How would you determine if it was a podcast? Well, it's a video. Ah. And I can't find an RSS feed. That's not a podcast. Hold on. I'm going to look it up in Overcast. If it's not on Overcast, it's not a podcast. No results. I'm going to try Dairy Reporter. Hey! I feel vindicated. World's first, world's first solar-powered ice cream van at Ice Cream and Artisan Food Show 2020. Zach, I feel like we've lost the thread here a little bit. I don't think we were fully done discussing VR cows. Okay. Uh, what more is there to say about them? If if you, as a human, wanted to be happier, uh, you could try Buddha T's new CBD golden milk. You know what? I actually do want to try that. <laughs> Turmeric, ginger root, and black pepper. 10 milligrams of CBD heal okay so what's what's what are we thinking about the cows how like how does a cow react to vr i think if it is sufficiently advanced the cow is not smart enough to distinguish it right it's just gonna be like okay this is this is the reality now but then it's gonna like have some cognitive cognitive dissonance when it tries to eat the grass in the pasture Mm -hmm. and it gets a mouthful of dirt because it's standing in a barn. Here's a press release. I'm going to see if we can find a video because right now all I've got is this hilarious picture of a cow with a VR headset on his head. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. They know, they know that cows have eyes on the side of their head, right? (laughs) That is fully in the front. That is not real. I refuse to believe that's real. <laughs> that's not how you would design a VR headset for a cow. Press release. All right. Let me get out the Google Translate. <laughs> oh, so I just have fun editing this one. Translation. 
it's not going to let me translate this. They don't want you to know, Zach. You have to learn Russian. And by that time, I'll be in too deep. I like the idea of you, like, picking up Duolingo and, like, just kind of being like, I oh, mean, I don't really feel like studying Russian today. And then, like, remembering why you're doing it. No. <laughs> No, I must. I must learn about <laughs> VR cows. Do it for her, and it's just a picture of a cow. <laughs> Zach, I am similar to a cow in some ways. Okay. In that sometimes I'm not as happy as I could be. Right. Right? So I... Need a VR headset. I need a VR headset. But first, I need someone to port... Pokemon Mystery Dungeon Blue Rescue Team to uh, a VR platform. Mm, you are and the Squirtle. I am the Squirtle. Uh, I took the personality test. I am a Totodile, actually. Totodile. Totodile? 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 Isn't it? Hold on. Yeah, Totodile. Totodile. Oh. I've just been wrong my whole life. It evolves into a Kronkanaw, which turns into a Feraligator. Right. <laughs> okay, so you're you're a... I'm a Totodile. Totodile. And I recently downloaded, or I, I allegedly downloaded a emulator and ROM of the Nintendo DS version of Pokemon Mystery Dungeon Blue Team blue rescue team because i'm stressed and this is something i do when i'm stressed not specifically download nintendo ds games but just kind of like find distractions in places right where i would otherwise not think to find distractions and finals are coming up and so yeah if i like happened upon a vr headset i might try it out because whoof whoof just strap that boy to your head and you are not even in the real world. I am not. Deadlines don't exist if my eyes aren't real. Deadlines don't exist if I'm a totodile, which is exactly. actually the plot of Blue Rescue Team. You turn into the Pokemon that matches your personality the best. Huh. Because you don't want to have to deal with deadlines? I don't know the reason, honestly. I don't think I got to that point in the game last time I played. But, well, uh, you know, currently finals are I, coming up. Presumably you'll be figuring it out soon. Uh, right. Yeah. Uh, especially because my laptop is a much better uh, computing device than an, a Nintendo DS. So I can run a simulation at 10 times speed. Correct. <laughs> so I can just fly right through that game. What is that? E- like, w- what is too slow now that you are making faster? You know, transitions, walking around. Ah, okay. So it's like a, like a, you can get a run button. Yeah, but a run button that instead of making you like 1.5 times as fast makes you 10 times as fast. I feel like I would miss the goal. You just got to get better at Pokemon Mystery Dungeon. You need to practice. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds like a great way to spend my time. You're right. Uh-huh. Exactly. I'm also really into this Apple Arcade game called Grindstone. It's good. You should check it out if you have Apple Arcade. Do you just Zach, get you it have, for free? How do you get Apple Arcade? You sign up for the free trial. All right. And and then pay $5 a month. I don't have $5, though. Okay, well, then don't sign up. I do have $5. Do I want to spend $5 on... It won't be a single game. It'll be all games. Including a bunch, of, a bunch of good games, and also a bunch of bad games, but a lot of good games, actually. Last time you told me to get a game, it was right before final season, and I didn't uh, didn't do a lot of my projects to the, uh, the best of, of my ability, because you recommended me a game uh, right before final season. Uh, I disagree with that. I recommended you a game far before final season, but you only downloaded it right before final season. Correct. There's a lot going on on here. I thought it was like you only got a couple games for arcade, but 
Nah, Apple Arcade is much better than Apple TV, in which there are four shows. What about Portable North Pole, Carl's and videos from Santa Claus? I have not played that. <laughs> I have played Exit to Gungeon, which is fun. I have played uh, Mini Motorways, which you'll be really into, Zach. Uh, that's the Mini Metro? Yeah, yeah. Mini Motorways is very good. Card of Darkness is very good. What the Gulf is very good. Cricket Through the Ages is very good. Pinball Wizard, I haven't come to a decisive conclusion on. It seems good. Is this a swipey matchy game? Grindstone? Not quite. It's a path-making game that has some Ah. extra fun elements that you should really check out. But not right now, because we're recording a podcast. Correct. So yeah, that's uh, that's what I'm doing with my spare time. And by spare time, I mean you you make you make your own spare time. You know, uh-huh. yeah, bring your own spare time. You have a documents folder on your computer, correct? Or you do right now. You may not by the time this comes out. Mm-hmm. Because your computer will be dead, and you will not have a replacement. Right. And I'll have to special order the replacement, and it won't come in until Christmas. So in your documents folder, what do you put in there? Which one? <laughs> I uh, I know this isn't good audio, but I'm just kind of like holding my head in my hands at the moment. It's not my fault, I swear. How'd you end up with more than one document folder, Zach? It, um, as with every th- problem I have, is Microsoft's fault. When you set up a windows computer nowadays in the modern era you've got a documents folder and you've got a OneDrive that also has a documents folder and if you are not discerning because you assume there's only going to be one documents folder on your computer because why would there be more than one documents folder on your computer (laughs) you might save some things to one of them and some things to the other one of course of course as you do so for example i have an essay from freshman year titled why we ride the struggle bus uh, and that's in my OneNotes document folder. OneDrive or OneNote? OneDrive. Okay. I've got a lot of OneNote notebooks that are stored in the documents folder in OneDrive, apparently. Uh, I've got a PDF of everything I needed to do to graduate as of 2017. Um, my resume. Gotta have that on the fly in case you need to quickly apply for a job just in case um apparently a folder called custom office templates something called adobe story scripts oh wait i know that those are all of the times that i was like i'm gonna write a a short film script and um (laughs) and then adobe was like hey we're shutting down the service to let you do that and so i exported it and now they're all in my OneDrive. in an unreadable format no i think they're pdfs Oh, good, good. Let's see. Scripts. Uh, yeah, it's a PDF and also a ST doc. Uh, I've got something called my Kindle content. I don't know what that is. Presumably one of one of my programs just made it. And then I've also got my real documents folder on this PC. Um, some of which needs to be cleaned up because it's just there's too much of it. For example, apparently all of your what the heck all of your overwatch settings get saved in the documents folder (laughs) my digital editions i don't know what half of this is (laughs) this isn't really how i expected the segment to go but your american truck simulator save gets put in your (laughs) what the heck applications should just be folders with more applications inside of them like apple does that's a very smart thing to do don't put your settings in my documents folder because it's not a document in answer to your question the things that i intentionally put in my documents folder are mostly uh projects for example i've got a code folder and then inside the code folder there's all sorts of other uh other folders with like the i don't know a hackathon that i did or what whatever class i'm in or 
my website, that sort of stuff. That's in the code folder, in the documents folder. I've got to sort through all these other things. I have a folder called college work in my documents folder. It's got three files in it. (laughs) (laughs) These are the things I've done in college. Are you Um, proud of me, mom? That's a save file. That's just a folder labeled facts. (laughs) What's Um, in there? What's in there? What's in there? Facts. There's drafts and inbox. Welcome facts.tiff. Windows fax and scan. To get started, connect a phone line to your computer. <laughs> I can't even connect my VRAM to my computer. <laughs> so what I'm hearing is that your documents is just a catch-all for everything. Is just chilling in my documents folder. Okay. Unsorted. I, that's a that's an actual document though. And that, this is something I've noticed about myself is that I put very few documents into my documents folder. I put stuff in my documents folder. Right. Yes, I suppose that the name kind of implies that it would just be like forms. Right. Yeah. Like Microsoft Word stuff. Uh-huh. PDFs. But I just put everything in there. Now, why do I do that? Because I have, I have a folder for that. I have a folder for everything. It's the home folder on Mac OS. It says Sir to Stone. I've also got a dumb projects folder in my documents. Of course. So I'm thinking to myself, now why do I put all this stuff in documents instead of, instead of my home folder? It makes a lot more sense to go in the home folder. Right. So does when what is like the parent folder to the documents folder on Windows? This PC. See, I think, I think that's where it is. Okay, but that's not that's a sh- that's a view. That's not a folder. That's what I mean. Like, I think my tendency to just shove everything into documents comes from Windows. Yeah, like when I used Windows. I put everything in the documents folder because I can't put stuff directly into the PC view. And documents made made the most sense out of... Right. But like if you're in Unix, you can just guess at what you had said and then record that to edit back in in between what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. I'm going to set up a Markov chain. Uh-huh. Just say moo <laughs> in between everything that I say. Moo. <laughs> Uh, sorry about that. Um, I don't know how to use logic. Logic is hard. I don't know why it stopped. QT web engine process? That's an empty folder. It, it wasn't that interesting anyway. We're just talking about what we have in our documents folder, which are mostly just not documents. And it's and it's Windows' fault. It's Microsoft's fault. Nothing is... Screw you. Yeah. Yeah. That's... I want to go back to Unix so bad. <laughs> I'd have to, uh, I'd have to remember to revoke my keys, or I guess move them with me. Your keys, my oh, keys. Yes, yes. Move them with you. Move them with me. I think I see them right here. Um, yeah. I edit HTML documents in Visual Studio Code. Okay. And the short. That's gross, but whatever. It's not that gross, actually. Mm, I'm skeptical. That's reasonable. Sometimes it's jank, uh, but it's not terribly gross, and I'm probably going to be using Visual Studio, the full version, come January. So might as well get used to the jank. <laughs> but anyway, to, to open it up, um, Microsoft is a little bit smart about some things. For example, um, they know that that is abbreviated to VS Code. Right. Um, but it usually pops up by the time I type in Visco. <laughs> nope, nope. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, we are basically out of time. So, um, well, before before we go, we've got a PSA from the Worrying Bugs. Water hammer. One. Valve closed. Water still. Two. Valve open. Moving water. Three. Valve 
closes. Water hammer. This has been a PSA from the Worrying Bugs. That's how that works. Okay. How do they make the water stop? Um, you can have, uh, there's one method I've seen is that you have a tube that extends above the water before the valve. And so all of the extra force that would go forward instead just goes, is hydraulic pressure and it just goes up into the tube and then gravity pulls it back down and it equalizes. Oh, that's very cool. How do they do water in space? It's a circle, right? Time is a closed loop. Mm-hmm. Jared, if you know how water works in space. Or if um, you are Putin and can tell me about which uh, aspects <laughs> of the milk supply chain Mercury will not know, you can reach out and contact me. I'm on Twitter at... 